Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's head to the phone lines right now and be joined by our first guest of the day, Chip Patterson, who covers college football for CBS Sports. He is also the co-host of the Cover 3 podcast. Chip, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I hope you are. I'm doing great, man. A very uneventful ranking yesterday with the college football playoff ah see i think that the committees um see while it's just one position and while there's still a lot to be determined i do think that it's important that as we enter the expanded playoff era that we hold the committee's feet to the fire because it's true that the only rankings that matter are the last ones and the only positions that matter are the top four, with the exception of, you know, who makes it into the New Year's Six. There's some other complications once you get to, you know, top 12, top 16. But if we are going to move into this world where seeding really matters, you know, where how they stack up number five, number six, number seven, all the way through the top 10 really matters in the top in a 12-team playoff, I think that for USC to not receive – uh, a bump into that number five spot and for LSU to be able to hold on to that as LSU currently sits with two losses, one of them being an extremely lopsided loss to a Tennessee team that got blasted by South Carolina. While the Trojans, I know it's Los Angeles is Los Angeles, but the Trojans went into a Rose Bowl that where UCLA was fired up to be able to try and, and knock down uh, Lincoln Riley and USC, and they went and got that win, and they did it without their star running back in Travis Dye. And so I've honestly, like right there at the top, I think that LSU ahead of USC was one of the few places where you could look at a real gripe uh, in last night's release. That's interesting, Chip, because, and maybe I'm off on this, but I believe tomorrow if LSU and UCLA played each other in the Peach Bowl, for example, I believe that LSU would be favored over the game. So I don't mind them being ahead in the rankings if I think the perception in Vegas is that they are the better team. Where do you stand on that? Who would win tomorrow think, if they played each other in, in a neutral site? I think it has to be a combination of best and most deserving. Um, our NCAA basketball tournament doesn't use uh, the Vegas odds. They use some metrics, certainly, that the committee members are allowed to use. But, you know, we only have like 12 games in a college football season. 
I don't want to let the computers and the models that the odds makers use tell us who's going to be competing for a national championship. I think that resume has to mean something. It doesn't have to be everything, but I think that as we, again, as we continue to enter into a new expanded playoff era, I don't want to just say, uh, oh, who would be favored? Okay, well, then you get the edge because this is a sport where favored teams lose all the time. And if we want to keep the sanctity of the regular season, if we want to make these things matter, then we can't just let the odds makers and the models tell us who the best teams are. You've got to be able to go earn it on the field. So there's, I understand it's something that can be taken into consideration, but if we only use the numbers, then the same teams – with this, the, the, you could just take the 24-7 sports recruiting rankings and just go ahead and put them in the college football playoff. We don't even have to play a game. What happens on the field has to matter. It can't just be who Vegas thinks is better. Right now we're talking to Chip Patterson of CBS Sports, also the co-host of the Cover 3 podcast. I think USC is in a really good spot. We could start here with USC in the Pac-12. They only have one loss. We know that either Ohio State or Michigan are going to lose, and I think LSU is going to lose in the SEC championship game to Georgia. USC is really in a good spot, even though there is sixth right now to jump up and grab one of those four spots. 100%. And that's why I wanted to preface it with, you know, I, I want to at least start to get through the practice of us really holding the committee's feet to the fire because of what you said. Like, the committee is probably thinking in that room, like, ah, who cares? We can just put, you know, move everybody up one spot because this will work itself out. Ohio State and Michigan will play each other. Uh, LSU will play against Georgia. And if USC goes on to beat a good Notre Dame team that has been surging after a really rough start and go on to win in the Pac-12 championship game against either an Oregon, a Utah, or a Washington, then this USC team would be finishing the season with like three or four uh, top 20 or top 25 ranked wins in a row. And then you're right. Like USC – has it all in front of them. Lincoln Riley has told his team, like, don't worry about the outside noise. We just have to go win. And I do believe that if the Trojans win by any margin, like you don't even need style points. You just need to show up on Selection Sunday as a 12-1 and Pac-12 champion, and the resume will speak for itself. I know there's a lot of issues with, um, you know, USC's defense when you start to compare it to some of the other best teams in the entire country. They are not as balanced as Georgia. They are not as balanced as Ohio State. They are not as balanced as Michigan. But if that Trojans team uh, with Caleb Williams leading the way does show up on Selection Sunday as a 12-1 and team with all of those ranked wins in a row at the end of the season, I do think that USC will be in the college football playoff. Chip, can anybody win the Heisman Trophy that's not named Caleb Williams or C.J. Stroud? Lake Corum's knee injury with Hendon Hooker's knee injury, it is looking less and less likely that outright winning the award will be anybody but C.J. Stroud or Caleb Williams. And I would bet that if C.J. Stroud lights up Michigan's defense in the shoe on Saturday, it might even be a wrap before then. And we might only just be talking about who else is going to be a finalist. Um so I, I think it's pretty much either one of those two to answer your question. Like Drake May tanked it, uh, his outside chances with a, his worst game of the season and a loss in Georgia Tech. I mentioned the injury issues for Hooker and Corum. Uh, if I'm missing somebody else, like I don't have the odds board in front of me, then feel free to throw his name in. But I do think that we've – it's C.J. Strouds, honestly, to, to lock up against Michigan. But if there's any wiggle room at all, then I do think it's either going to be C.J. Stroud or Caleb Williams. 
I think it's a really interesting race because watching that game on Saturday between USC and UCLA, I thought that Caleb Williams had a couple of Heisman moments there where I feel like this year C.J. Stroud has stayed at the top of the board without Ohio State really playing the schedule or C.J. Stroud being forced to have those moments. Now, you're right. This Saturday, it's going to be a big ranking. It is a big weekend for Fox. A lot of people are going to be watching that game. He's got to go win the Heisman to me because I feel like Caleb Williams won the Heisman last week against UCLA. Right, and like C.J. Stroud was a Heisman finalist last year. His record as a starter over the last two seasons is fantastic. Um, All he has done is continue to pad stats, and this is the one statistic, though, that I think might separate C.J. Stroud in the eyes of some voters. And look, as a distinguished Heisman Trophy voter myself, I'm I'm told not to reveal or tip my hand. I'm only giving you this opinion as somebody who's had to, like, study and analyze the process. If you are the starting quarterback for an undefeated national championship contender when those Heisman votes are due, that important statistic, the zero in the loss column, might end up separating C.J. Stroud and Caleb Williams, even though – USC's only loss was because the defense gave up a two-point conversion walk-off at Utah in Salt Lake City. If C.J. Stroud plays really, really well against Michigan, and I do think they need him to play well in order to beat a very good Michigan team, then I think that that zero in the loss column is going to end up helping him win the Heisman. Chip, I have I have never forgiven you Heisman voters for giving Tua Tugavailoa's Heisman Trophy to Kyler Murray. Tua won the Heisman Trophy that year, and you guys gave it to Kyler because he played well in the Big 12 championship. I, 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 I have never forgotten that. Yeah, that's uh, the, Kyler was electric, and I was, um, with, I, was, I was with Oklahoma. I guess that was the Orange Bowl against uh, Alabama, and I remember just sort of the, the buzz around him was the, the kind of thing that does attract those voters who don't cover college football. Um, you know, Tua had been in college football for a little while. And that is one thing that some of these voters who really like there are voters and I'm, I'm not trying to disparage them. It's just the way the process works. There are voters who are covering the World Series in early November and then they turn their attention uh, to college football for the final couple weeks of the season. And the way that Murray put that Oklahoma team on his back and led them into the playoff uh, was was truly outstanding. And that is the award. They don't give us any other instructions except to put in a one, a two, and a three. And that's it. You only get one, two, and three for the most outstanding player in college football. And uh, for those voters who only tuned in for the end of the season, I do think Murray was, uh, was pretty outstanding. Right now, we're talking to Chip Patterson here for a couple more minutes. He covers college football. You also should check out the Cover 3 podcast. I know how good Ohio State is. How great do you think this team is? They just haven't been tested like some of the other teams in the top four. They played Notre Dame at the very beginning of the season. I think we've learned now that Notre Dame wasn't a team that was a preseason top 25 or a top five team. They played Penn State and they got this big game against Michigan. This is an Ohio State team that's been tested like they have been in years past. How great do you think this Buckeyes team is? We will see based on how the defense shows up against Michigan's bully ball attack in the trenches because that was the reason why Ryan Day went to go hire Jim Knowles as a new defensive coordinator and why he made that change was because he knew that they needed to get a little bit more of an edge to them. And I do think that um, this defense gave up a lot of points to Maryland. And whether that was uh, a position, just a sort of a difficult position, look-ahead spot, 
To me, the offense is copy and paste. I just know that they've got wide receivers that nobody has enough defensive backs to be able to cover. Their statistics, both in terms of uh, yards per play and also advanced statistics like success rate, say they are one of the best, most well-rounded teams, offense and defense. You're right, it hasn't been sexy, it hasn't been spectacular, but you look under the hood and everything checks out that they are one of the best teams in the country. But the lack of uh, you know, big-time tests uh, has left us with just looking at this Michigan game. If Ryan Day has that group ready to go, uh, they can make quite a statement like a lot of those Urban Meyer teams did in this game when you'd go out there and put 40, 50, 60 on the board and you come away being like, oh, okay, we – you know." The, the Maryland game or the Northwestern game like, gave us worry. We thought that you were playing with your food. But when you show up against another one of the best teams in the country and you look that good, that's when we'll start to buy in that you are a national championship contender. Last question here, Chip, and I appreciate your time. You and I both know that the most predictable thing about college football is how unpredictable it is. How we think it's going to play itself out this next couple of weeks is not how it's going to play itself out. What's the out of left field, wow, I can't believe this moment you think that could happen in the sport? Oh, it would be LSU beating Georgia in the um, conference championship game. You know, like that, if you want to get the tinfoil hat on, the tinfoil hat says that uh, this, this, this is the craziest conspiracy theory that I also love because it shows how passionate and uh, off the wall some of these fans can get. But the, the tinfoil hat says, that Georgia laid down to Alabama in last year's SEC championship game so that Alabama playing with its back against the wall could be able to get into the, the college football playoff along with Georgia giving the SEC two teams. The tinfoil hat says that LSU is going to go into Atlanta and do the same thing and make history in doing so, becoming the first two-loss team to make the college football playoff. That is Chip Patterson joining us on the show today. He's with CBS Sports. He is also the co-host of the Cover 3 podcast. Chip, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, my man. Sounds good. Y'all be well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.